Hello and welcome back to the Jim Heath Coaching Podcast. Uh, I thought it'd only been oh, <laughs> nice little voice crackle there. That keeps happening. I don't know why. Um, I'm 32, so I don't know why my voice keeps breaking like I'm a, a little teenage boy. Anyway, um, welcome back. I thought it'd only been two weeks since the last one. Turns out it's been four weeks. So, yeah, I would say apologies for that because I know you're probably waiting in your thousands to listen to the podcast. But, um, yeah, I, um, I've just been busy. And I hate to say that, but, like, literally, I I do podcasts on a Friday. So, like, po- Friday's, like, podcast day. And um, last weekend, I was in Winchester slash Southampton. The weekend before, I was watching England play against USA. I use the, the word play loosely because it was an awful, awful game. Um, before that, couldn't even tell you. And then before that, couldn't even tell you. Or, or that might have been when I did the last podcast. Anyway, um, yeah, so the, the World Cup's on at the moment. And I've been loving it. Not going to lie. Absolutely loving it. Um, if I have to say, just due to the upsets of the World Cup, it's been fantastic. I mean, that USA game was awful. But oh, there's been some quality absolute quality i need to get the mic by my mouth i think we um because apparently that's meant to be really good like whenever i listen to a podcast they're like speak into the mic and i don't do that so i need to probably start doing that um if you're watching this if you are watching this then i do feel sorry for you because it's my webcam video and the quality is very very i think my granddad had better high quality tvs or at least recordings um in the 1940s so yeah, uh, the World Cup is on and I've I've been absolutely loving it. Like watching Morocco beat Spain the other night on the penalty shootout. What a penalty by, well, I say what a penalty. The cojones on Hakimi. The cojones, which is bulls, in case you're not familiar. Um, I learned cojones from Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And anyone who was like, will probably understand who's played Vice City will know what I, what I mean now. And there's like a snipe mission. And then he goes... Um, I'm not even going to quote it because I can't remember. But he basically goes, you got the big cojones. Yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> massive tangent there. But yeah, so the World Cup. So um, Hakimi's penalty, absolutely well done. Well done. What a, what a lad. Um, Japan beating Spain and Germany. That was that was quality. Saudi Arabia beating Argentina. Um, oh, There's another upset. And I almost am doing them a disservice by not mentioning it. But anyway, what a World Cup. It's been fantastic. Um, so we've got the quarterfinals today. And then England's game is tomorrow against France. So, yeah, buzzing. I think I think England might have it. I'm hoping, well, yeah, my prediction, 2-2 at full time, 3-2 three, three, after extra time. I reckon that's the way it's going to go. It's going to have like the England-Argentina vibes of 1998, I reckon. Only hopefully we're going to come out the better end, not have a red card. And um, Jude Bellingham can be like the breakthrough for like Mike. It was for Michael Owen back in the day. Um, sure, my age there. Uh, so, yeah, so that's my my prediction, which will be fantastic. And then obviously hit the semis, which will be against Portugal or Morocco, and then maybe even get to the final. So this podcast is either going to age very well or it's going to age very, very badly. Um uh, on top of that, what so I was in Win- Winchester last week with the girl that I'm seeing, which is actually going to be what a lot of this uh, podcast is about. Not in terms of the girl that I'm seeing, just dating in your 30s, because um, 
I think people are just interested, aren't they? They're just interested. I'm still bulking. I've got really serious about it now. So I would probably say I was like proper like, I'm just going to see if I can gain some muscle without properly trying. Turns out that doesn't really work. <laughs> so I'm like, right, when was the last time I did a bulk? What was I doing when I did that bulk? How did, how was I successful? And I've just stripped everything back and I'm doing that. So I'm basically using a semi-meal plan approach whenever I'm looking to improve my physique uh, in a positive way and not like just maintain. So I find really easy to maintain. But if I want to diet, um, push past a diet in terms of like low, low body fat percentage levels, like ready to do a photo shoot, uh, or I'm put, trying to push weight up and gain more muscle, I do have to be a little bit more rigid with my approach. So I'm using a rotational meal system. Basically, what I do is I come up with like three. So breakfast, I've got like three breakfast ideas at the moment. For lunch, I've got like six. And then for dinner, I've got like, I think I've got like three. Um, for snacks, I've got like four different options. And then I've got my pre and post workout meals as well, which I are either bagels and jam with a protein shake or cereal with a protein shake. So that's basically the setup. Now, what I do is I just use those meals and rotate around those meals for about 80% of my week. Yes, including the weekend if I can help it. And then on the other 20%, that's where I'll probably add a tiny bit of variety. Now, the reason that I do this is because then I haven't got to think about it. it. Makes my food shop incredibly easy. Like if I'm having very similar meals on a weekly basis and I'm just mapping it out when on the Sunday, that food shop that I do, like it's so easy. There's no wastage. Um, I know exactly what foods I need to be going, getting, get the right amounts of it it's a game changer honestly like I, I utilize it with quite a lot of my clients and it's just building in structure so we build the structure from that so we know how many meals you're going to be having what time those meals are going to be and it just takes away so much stress because you're not constantly worrying about what you need to eat or you're not tempted by something which you know probably will derail you and then there is that element of flexibility and then knowing how to adjust things if you do choose to do that like i've got a christmas party on saturday so obviously i'm mapping out tomorrow accordingly so yeah it's, it's really good and then training wise my main goal at the moment um i've just started a new training cycle meso cycle as we like to call it in a as us bell coaches will call it so if anyone ever says meso cycle it's just there's a new training plan um and yeah, so I've just changed a few exercises, kept a few things the same. Running it now, hopefully, should work pretty well. My gym's quite good in terms of it doesn't get too busy. And being with being the job that I have, I do have a little bit of extra flexibility on when I, when I can and when I can't train. So um, that's really, really good. So anyway, that's the progress there. Currently sitting at 78 key. That's what I would say is my average. So now we're trying to push things up. So we'll be up at 79, 80 and like, I reckon I'll go up to April, May-ish. Then potentially I'll need to have a diet break um, and then kick on and push again. But the idea is to go at least six months, like proper six months, consistently training five times a week, consistently hitting my calories and just really doing well. And then like getting to a position where I'm, I'm doing a really successful build. But I'm also using the approach that I want to be using with my clients where like you don't have to become a gym rat to get results. Like you don't need it to completely consume your life because 
what I'm really trying to like with my message and like my hybrid human and what it's about, it's about getting very high level results with your physique, um, fitness, training, uh, pushing weight, whatever, however you want to term it, lifting weight. I, I want that to be a big part of your life. And I, I don't think that, and that, that's the thing, I want people to really like buy into that, have the perspective of training's quality. Like I'm going into the gym, like I, when you go into the gym, like like two days ago, I was I was in a right shit mood. Like I was on a proper downer and I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to not go. I went and it gave, I put me in a fantastic mood. Like honestly, I came out of that gym a different person. I had a really good session. Um, and then I had enough energy then to, to finish my daily tasks for that day as well. Like, the, like there are so many benefits other than the aesthetics. Don't get me wrong. I think aesthetics are a big part of it as well. Um, and that's why I like very much promote like the photo shoot look to then build. But oh, we'll do that on another podcast maybe. But I just thought, yeah. I what was I going on? Oh yeah. And that's, that's like, that's my mentality. So I want to have a really, like, I do want fitness to be part of my identity, but not so that somebody only thinks that's what I do. And like you, I can then reel off. Like I do my socials. I go to, I see my mates. I do eat out. I do drink alcohol when I want to. Um, I don't have to follow a plan, which is boring and robotic and feel like I'm a broccoli crunching bellend, you know? So that's kind of me. I'm using that approach because that's the approach I use with my clients. And that's essentially what I like. And I want my clients to achieve and become that hybrid human to, 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 to that extent. And at the end of the day, like I always promote, I want you to be the role model of your own life. So me five years ago, I want that person to look up who I am now. And like, that would be their role model. And I want to be on that constant pursuit. And that's the same that I want for my clients because like if you're a role model to yourself imagine who you're going to be a role model to other people as well and in a really positive way and you're going to have a really positive impact on their life and imagine how that's going to make you feel like that's sick so the the topic in today um yeah let's go on to the the podcast subject shall we so it's dating in your 30s <laughs> now i'm going to try and be as politically correct in this podcast as i can if I am not, I apologize in advance. I should be. Um, but I, I like in my podcast, how I how I speak and how I want to communicate with you is how I would communicate with my mates in uh in the pub, in WhatsApp. Like that's how I am going to communicate. Now I am going to tone it down to a little bit, but at the end of the day, I want you to get the real version of myself. So like I said, I'm gonna be PC. Of course I am. Um, but to be honest, I don't find myself offensive. And like, I don't know why I'm almost disclaiming it because I'm I'm not anything that would potentially upset me. I might say something without the intention of offending someone. It may offend you. So I'm just going to apologize in advance if that's the case. But freedom of speech and all that, right? Now, dating in your 30s. So I'm seeing someone, I have been seeing someone now for what, 12 weeks? And it's going very, very well. Um, we went away to Winchester Christmas Markets last weekend and it was very fun um yeah it was a really good weekend but winchester christmas markets top three in the uk then i'm sorry the christmas markets can't be very good then because i wouldn't put it in the top three but i did a bit of research on it and i think what was up there edinburgh is always up there i think manchester was up there bath was up there 
excuse me, Bath was up there. Um, and then Winchester. I think Winchester was third. So I was like, bang, that's decent. Because I live quite close to Winchester. I was thinking, cool, let's get that done. Let's go there. Um, because the original plan was to go to London, do Winter Wonderland. But it was like, we vetoed that. Um, wish we hadn't kind of now, just because I've been there. And what you can actually do when you're in Winter Wonderland is a lot. At Winchester, I was just going around looking at huts with crafts that, of stuff that... I'm not going to purchase. And then the middle part was full of all of the food stalls, which was was fantastic. Like I had a lovely little brat bratwurst. Um, I mean, I had to queue up about 30 minutes for it, but it was nice when I got it. Um, what else did I do? Didn't I didn't even have a beer. Not there anyway. Um, and then churros, churros, however you want to call them. I don't know. They were banging. Like that was the highlight. They, they were the highlight of the, the Christmas market. So that's kind of saying something. Don't get me wrong. They're banging. Churros, churros, they're banging. But the highlight of a Christmas market, I don't know. So anyway, if you're wanting to go to a Christmas market, I would probably, I would say Winter Wonderland's better because at Winter Wonderland, you've got live, like live music. They had live music. I say live music. They had a kid's choir, that wasn't all that good. Um, I shouldn't really say that because I think, obviously, I don't want to... I mean, they're not going to listen to this, so I'm not going to hurt anyone's feelings. But, um, yeah, it wasn't great. And they had, like, a two-hour set list, I think, or an hour-and-a-half set list. So we went to the Christmas market, had a little look around. Then we were like, right, shall we go to the pub, like, get some warm, and then come back again? And we were just hearing the same songs again. At Winter Wonderland, you've got live music. You've got someone who's actually singing songs you want to hear, um, not some weird Christmas hybrid songs. And you've got bar areas as well, so you can actually sit down and enjoy that. Like, they probably had about three benches, which you could fit about three people on. So I had to stand, which was proper irritating. Anyway, that was Winchester. Luckily, the company was good, so um, it wasn't all wasted. But... It does bring me on nicely to the whole dating scene. So here's a little background. Uh, my, last, my last long-term relationship finished in 2018, I think. It finished in 2018, but it definitely like went into 2019, but we weren't together. And then I think it was right. It was probably like in the summer of 2019, maybe early autumn, that it was completely like, this is done. So then I've been single pretty much since that point there. Um, 2019 was like, it's weird, isn't it? Like when I was 29, it was like, it was fine. Day, dating was fine. And then COVID hit. Couldn't really do much during COVID. And then we were let out. We were let out. I was 31 and it was just like, fuck. <laughs> the dating seems hard. I got myself... So I got myself um, back on like Tinder, got myself on Hinge, which I'd never used before. Um, what was the other one? There's another one where she has to message you first. Uh, Bumble. So yeah, I was on all three of them. So I had a massive pool of women. <laughs> the hard part is getting them to match with you and be attracted to you. Um, and like, honestly, you, you're on Tinder sometimes and it's like, yeah, okay. And then you're like, Tinder's a bit brutal today. <laughs> <laughs> like brilliant uh, uh i'm now depressed um whereas when i was younger honestly i like i don't i i honestly feel like i'm a i feel like i'm a fine wine 
I feel like I'm getting better with age, but I match with way more girls when I was younger than when I'm older. Um, but anyway, um, chatting on Tinder, it's, oh, it's painful. It's painful. Um, sometimes it's not. Sometimes, like, you'll match with someone, they've got good chat. Sometimes the chat is dead. Um, and actually, the girl that I'm seeing now, her chat was dead. <laughs> um but it was actually just by luck that we've actually hit things off but i'll go on to that in a bit so anyway um i make it sound yes yeah, so anyway i so i find it much more difficult right because with tinder um let's just call them dating dating um, apps in in general i heard this off james smith's podcast it was basically all tinder's done is the top 15 percent of men now get access to 100% of women right which is is i reckon is there's a lot of truth to that now men aren't saints here and you start like judging someone off their looks and then for whatever reason you turn into shallow how and i mean i'm shallow how as it is it's been a nickname of mine growing up um say what you will what that means but anyway you, you turn into shallow house. So I'm like, you're, you're on Tinder. And then it could be the stupidest thing, which you're like, no. And I'm like, if I'm doing that, I know obviously girls are going to be doing that. And they're just going like, no, no, like big nose, big ears, shit hairline, um, too short. That's another one, too short. Like since when was six foot? Why'd you have to be six foot? That's 5'10". That's 5'10s or, or shorter. Fucking hell. Like I'm average height. I don't even think I'm short. It, and what pisses me off, right? If you're next to a girl and she's like going, oh, you're not even that much taller than I am. Fuck off. Yes, I am. Um, you can see that doesn't get on my on my tits. Um, so yeah, anyway, so you're like, you're flicking through. And then you, you're being hypercritical. Whereas if you met somebody face to face, obviously there's this thing called personality. And there's only so, so much of that personality you can actually get across on um on these dating apps and i've had like comical ones i've had offensive ones like you know in your bio and you ask stupid things um i have silly controversial things i have highly controversial things just so people kind of just get engaged but even that isn't like and then it's just the same fucking chat hey how are you hey yeah good how are you oh amazing um have have you had a good day? I'm like, you've already asked how, how was like, and then it's like, and then if they don't ask a question back I'm, to me, I'm immediately like, right, they're obviously not interested. So fuck, I'm going to fuck that off. Um, I've had some weird conversations. Like I've had one girl basically said, oh, what are you into? Um, not in the sexual way. She's like, what are you on here for? <laughs> it's probably how I should have framed it. Uh, and I was just like, oh, you know what? I'm just here. Just I might meet someone, see if there's a decent vibe and then go from there. What about you? Yeah, kind of the same. <laughs> looking for my looking for the man I want to spend the rest of my life with and have three children with. And I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. Just as I thought things were on the up and then something like that happens and you're just like brilliant. So it's, it's a proper minefield. So like it takes ages to match with people and then you have to have the fucking same conversation with people day in day out you can have a bit of fun with it but then some girls don't want a bit of fun they've got no banner but usually that's a good thing because that's you kind of just like you're like right you're a no next one please but yeah anyway that's dating and then you've what where you used to have this like quite a bit more options that option just disappears and like i think 
the dating apps have ruined everything because you've now got access to so many and, and it's so easy to like just be hypercritical and you wouldn't do that if you met someone because how would you meet someone you meet someone at work you meet someone for a friend if you're on a night out it's usually alcohol's involved so it's obviously much easier and like they're almost taken away i mean they're opening back up again now so it might be a little bit easier but i I do genuinely feel like dating in your 30s becomes much more difficult and if you're someone like myself who has got a rule of i wouldn't date somebody who's got children already that then pretty much takes away 50 percent of people anyway now yeah so like and that 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 like imagine being 21 that wasn't something i had to worry about when i was 21 well, not even when i was 25 not even when i was what 28 but for whatever reason like i think people got bored during covid and just fucking had the von trap family so yeah that's dating in 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 your in your 30s and it's tough so when i met the girl that i'm seeing now um we'd met actually matched on tinder and hinge uh and like i said i felt like the conversation was just me 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 me. like in terms of i was making all the effort so i just like fucked it off i was like well okay you're obviously not interested and then it's a local girl and then i was just in a, a pub and she happened to be there as well um i clocked her and i was gonna just say hello if i seen her but um like nothing like she, like she i think she was basically avoiding eye contact uh, i take the piss out of her about it now um now i was just watching the football and then um my friend actually knew one of her friends so they were chatting um and then obviously then she came over and then we we all started chatting and then i could see her mate was smiling so i was like wow she clearly she's clearly knows that we've matched on tinder before um and anyway it just went from there um and it just goes to show she, her conversation face to face normal actually having a human conversation so it was just like you the 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 communication on these apps is awful as well and it's like and then you you're like right how how long do you like with these apps you're like how long do you talk to someone until you're like right shall we go on a date um i'm usually like if i if i think a girl's keen i'll be right in there i was like right shall we meet up and then it's like right what do you do as a first date well i think the less money that you spend the better uh like going for like a walk or something i think that's brilliant uh especially because you are going to be engaged just with that one person if you're somebody who's got shit chat might not be the best approach though because uh <laughs> like you might have a few silent um awkward silences and that's just not going to go down well um but yeah so that's pretty much like dating in your 30s and i think it it's just harder um I do, I do. I just think, I honestly think the age, that number, as soon as it hits three something, that that, that is like an immediate turn off, especially for, for a girl who's potentially in their 20s, right? So, I, yeah, I feel like that's something. Um, and yeah, just it just gets harder. And I think I'll always promote, meet somebody in person and not, um, and not in using a dating app because the dating apps, it's like almost like an it's not not real the real world um it's not real life and 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 then i would always suggest meet someone as quickly as possible because then you know straight away whether it's going to be something to progress or something not to so 100 percent. and at the end of the day we've got enough people to message like my whatsapp goes up all the time (laughs) that that's a flex isn't it um but i don't need another person to communicate with via whatsapp or a dating app like 
I, I want that person to be someone that I think is sick. Because um, at the end of the day, the whole point of getting a relationship is to be with somebody that you fucking connect with, you've got a lot in common with, you fancy. Like for me, that I, that I'll straight out there. I think looks is important. I do. I think you need to be attracted to the person. So for me, yeah, massive. That's a massive thing. But that can't that can't be the only thing. Whereas for me, kind of used to be. I remember an ex girlfriend's mum. I must have found this out a few years after we broken up. And she said um, that her mum told her that I only wanted to be with her so that she looked good next to me in photos. Um, God, I didn't realise I was that obvious. But anyway, um, now I'm more mature something you definitely you don't you cannot compromise like for me one of the hardest things is obviously uh part of my lifestyle is the gym and like I do prioritize that over things that other people potentially would like don't so um if I go away I generally do look to train because it makes me feel good and I don't want that part to um stop because like if something makes you feel good why stop I stop doesn't mean that I will have the same impact like I won't train the same as I do potentially when I'm on a normal working week but yeah for me I I don't see a reason to stop training when away if I want to continue training um also in terms of my diet can be slightly different it's not to say I don't enjoy flexible food like um I know for a fact that I add in flexible stuff and and I'm not I never really say no to things unless I need to or want to um but the person that you're with has to be on board with that. Otherwise, you're just going to be either buttonheads, um, which I think is a really good thing because then that's going to quickly help you realize that you two aren't compatible. Um, or they have to be on board, or it has to be something that they're there that's part of their lifestyle as well. And it has to be either those two. But if they're saying they're on board and then you start seeing the cracks open, that that's only going to end one way. Um, that's what kind of happened in my previous relationship. So yeah. That's that's kind of like where we're at. So at the moment, very good. Um, be interested to see. How, uh, well, I say it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, obviously, where this goes in the new year. Um, first time I've had to buy Christmas presents for somebody that I've been dating for a very very long time. So um, yeah, um, all very very different. I'm just looking. For, I, I made some notes for this. Look at that. Um, but yeah. Anyway, there's a little insight into dating in your thirties. Um. Dating apps are, I suppose, there's pros and cons to them. I love like what would be super offensive if you probably saw me on 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 a dating app and then you saw me like flicking through and like you you make these hor- like un- like these horrible comments sometimes or could be perceived as horrible and then out of out of nowhere and it's just like fucking hell what are you and I I, I think social media I think social media is to blame um because we're exposed to like very what um we're, we're exposed to very beautiful people should we put it that way so your comparison to things straight away and you're you're just like fucking out and it's like take a sit back and be back into like the real world because like fucking out so i think that has a, a big part to play and i think 10 years ago like when i was 22 my early 20s that wasn't a thing instagram i think my first instagram post was what 2013 so that's like and then even then like it was new so not not everyone was on it and then obviously now it's this massive thing and we're exposed to all of this and it it distorts what reality is and we pick things 
because we've invented this new norm, this level of norm. And it's very, very, uh, what's the word? I don't know what the word I'm looking for. So I'm not going to say it. just can't think of it. What is it? It's very, uh, not normal, I think is what I was going to go. It's distorted. It's, yeah. And I think one thing is if you are in currently dating, like take a seat back. Remember, like, although I, like I've said, looks is important what they what their interests are and that's what you really need to be focusing on is because like you need to be compatible and enjoy doing very similar things because that's potentially some of some well especially when you get to my age you do start thinking about like this is the person that you potentially are going to spend the, the rest of your life with this is the person that you are going to have kids with and you do have to start unfortunately think what in your 20s you'd be like fucking all right steady whereas obviously when you get into your 30s you're like well i mean i'm all right in, in my head I, i'd be i'd happily have my first kid when i'm like 39 like i'm like if i can make it to 39 it's fine in my 40s then i'm like right okay i probably failed that's <laughs> <laughs> like, right right let's see what what can i do on my own anyway um i thought i'd just leave it there thought it'd be slightly different um was there anything oh yeah i've completely like so i've kind of obviously touched on this a little bit in terms of beautiful people but it's like does like your physique matter does physical appearance matter and I, I think it does matter to an extent and I think you do need to be attracted to somebody and I think having conversations with people and that's why I think the whole like do your interests are are they that are they compatible but one thing us men are really bad at like we almost have this like body dysmorphic thing and with when we look at a physique we have like you could probably you've got someone in good nick but then us lads what we do is that good nick can then be categorized into a hundred different like good nicks right so you've got from the bottom neck all the way to like what you would probably be like bodybuilder-esque right one thing that as you get older you you start to realize is girls will only think of you as either in shape or out of shape they don't care what degree of in shape you are and lads will <laughs> it's like getting in shape if you're thinking like girls are going to be like taking their clothes off for you because you're in this top tier shape like they honestly they just care if you're in, in shape or out of shape uh if they're that shallow in terms of well not even that shallow but like what i mean is like to that degree unless i suppose if they're a gym rat girl and they're really heavily into their life physique and bodybuilding physique they might appreciate more towards the upper end but like some a girl who like just let's say enjoys training um enjoys training but um enjoys their like they, they, they enjoy being social as well they just want to be in, in good shape they're not obviously fussed about they just want to look good in a bikini say if they go on holiday or they want to look good in their underwear they want to look good in their clothes whatever it is like they will quite literally be like right you're either in shape or not in shape they don't like look at you and be like yeah you're you're you've got a pec shoulder and balance like you you need to you, your chest is way smaller than your shoulders they'll just be like no he's in shape um whereas like and they, they won't ever really compliment you on it either fellas on the other hand 100% will even the heteros like they'll be like looking sick bro um and you will get a lot of comments from homosexuals <laughs> not that that's a bad thing but like just be prepared for it um but yeah 
that's my two pence dating plus a few other things in there as well hope you enjoyed this is quite raw um so yeah and i will again hopefully be getting back to doing these every friday um hope you enjoyed if you want to uh Ask me any questions, you know, to go over to my Instagram, jamieheath underscore coaching. You can ask me anything on fitness, um, anything like in terms of like topics like this. I'm keen for that. Um, if you think that I can obviously help in any way. Um, you can also see what the hybrid human is all about. If you go over to my Instagram, the transformations that I get with my clients and the transformations that you can get come the, the 2023. Uh, I am currently... I'm not taking on any new clients in start in December, but I do have a commit now start in January, which I highly recommend people get on because um, I'm only going to be taking on a set amount in January. So you just have to commit your place for December. So like literally, I'm like, right, you clearly are wanting to level up in the new year. So get on board now because that's the nice little nudge that you need. So you're not going to be thinking about it in January and have that um and ahhing feeling because obviously one day you're saying all of that, all of the pros, you might not commit. Then the next day you're like, no, 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 no. And there's usually like only, there's like one reason why you might be like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. But there's so many reasons to do it. So that's why I'm going to look, commit now, commit now knowing that you don't have to start in these three weeks. And then we get going in January. We get going, have that nice fresh start. And then by starting in January, you'll have that hybrid physique ready for summer and you're going to look fucking sick. You're going to be sick mentally, like, like in a good way. <laughs> you're not going to be ill mentally. You're going to look, you're like, you're going to have a bulletproof mindset. Like you'll have that, that internal, like that internal happiness, you know, like where every day you just feel fucking good. So if you want to know more about that, head over to my Instagram and I will see you in the next episode. Catch you later. <laughs>